What up, what up, what up, people? We back in the building. It's Dan in the building, Nell's in the building. What's good? What's happening, my brother? I'm good, I'm good. You know, just ready to talk some shit, have a good time, enjoy ourselves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, we gonna jump right into it. We're gonna get things going. Let's, uh, let's talk, uh, Video Music Box. They're doing a documentary for it. And I think, actually, I think it come out today or tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow the Video Music Box documentary comes out. And for those of you that's not from New York that don't know about Video Music Box, Video Music Box was like the original rap city. It was like the joint that, that jumped off and was crazy with uh, DJ Ralph McDaniels. He used to host, he used to interview crazy celebrities, crazy uh Hip hop people. I want to say it was before Yo MTV raps, or maybe right around the same time. I'm not sure, but I would say before. I would definitely say before. It had to be right, son. Yeah, the people that were on uh, the people that were on Video Music Box was like like eighty, you know, really like eighty seven, eighty six, like real. I don't know when Video Music Box started, but it was as old school as it could get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like real. Real gritty, grimy, like every episode, like you could tell it was taped off of like VHS, like somebody was holding the camcorder, like not even no real production. Somebody had a camcorder and was recording the whole episode. But um, I was looking at it and I'm like, yo, this is going to be a dope documentary. I think it's going to be real insightful. It's going to be a whole gang of probably interviews and things we've never seen before. And it'll probably like open the light on a lot of situations that was going on in old school hip hop. Oh yeah, especially some background stuff. Background. Uh, the the thing I'm gonna like about it is we get to you'll see the behind the scenes of a lot of um, like street stuff and just how hip hop was, how hip hop has grown and all of that stuff. I I really feel like this is going to open a lot of people's eyes. And I don't, you know, I hope people are not going to be judging the the quality of the, like you said, the camera work and all this other shit like that. I hope people are not like, well, the camera work was terrible. <laughs> Nothing like that, you know, because, uh, like you said, somebody was holding the camcorder and this was, like you said, it's about as grimy as they get. They was in clubs. They were in, you know, uh, when people were really starting up hip hop and all that stuff. It was just, I mean, it wasn't the 70s when hip hop was in the streets and breakdancing and stuff like that, but yeah. it was... A little bit. It wasn't that much far or after that. <laughs> nah, like this, it really wasn't. <laughs> it really wasn't. It was um, it was, but it was really on some like they being like you said they be in the clubs. Like it was um, like all those hood DVDs that you watch where they be going to the person's block and then they projects. Like that's where that came from. Like yeah. Ralph McDaniel started all of that. Like he'd really be in somebody projects in the hallway doing interviews, like just kicking it. Yeah, yeah. That it the the fact that they're even doing a documentary is amazing to me because it's going to be fun to watch from somebody. I mean, it's going to be fun to watch if you're a hip hop connoisseur. If you're a hip hop connoisseur, you're going to love this because this is about as grimy as it gets. If you're from New York, obviously this is going to mean a lot to you because you know it it was from like our backyard. This is what we saw every day. But if you're a hip hop connoisseur, you don't have to be from New York to love this. It's just going to be just good, good quality hip hop. Yeah. Old school scene where shit actually started, like where shit started, where people, where some of these rappers that you actually love today, where 
you know, where they grew up, all of that shit. It's just going to be fun. Yeah, it definitely is going to be something um, real interesting to uh, sit down and watch, sit down and get into. And uh, I can't wait. I'm going I'm to check that out. But yeah. And yeah, it was it crazy because it wasn't, it was, I guess you could say it was on regular TV, but it wasn't on regular TV because you had to turn to the, was it U, UHF or whatever? Then you had to turn one knob. And that's how old school it is. And you had to turn the knob. <laughs> you couldn't change the channel. You had to turn the knob. Yeah. Turn the, wait, 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 you had to put it on the U channel and then turn the other channel. Yeah, 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 son. You had to put it on the UHF or U channel, whatever it was. Then you had and to then, turn to 31. <laughs> you had to turn it on the other one because the other one had, it really was just like, I think it did some crazy number. Like it did like 14 to like, it's a wild joint, like 14 to like uh, channel 60. And <laughs> you click it. And only the channels that would work would be like 13, 21, 41, 47. You know, those yeah. 41, 47 was, you know, all my, all my Latina people, they know that. And then 21 would just be some random nonsense. And, you know, that's really all the channels that was left on the damn thing. And it was like a bunch of channels, but only like four of them worked. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact son. it was mad channel like you say it went up to like 60 something or 50 something but eight but like eight channels worked well maybe maybe only they only worked in like in our area maybe if you was uh in philly or someplace else maybe you got some more channels but we had like the four channels we had the we had the meet our meet our channels we had uh channel 13 which was the educational channel and then we had video music box and everybody used to rush home and watch video music box so I think that's going to be dope as hell, man. I can't wait for that. Ralph McDaniels is a pioneer. He's one of the people that really started and really grinded with hip-hop and, and kind of brought it to the forefront to what it is today as far as uh, music videos and video quality and all of that. Yo, with the quick Google search something, that shit came out of 83. 83, see? Yeah, it, was, uh, it definitely was before, like, uh, Yo, MTV yeah, Raps. Raps was uh, 88. Yeah, video music box eighty three, and like if you think about it, like if it was today times, yo, somebody would have purchased video music box. Like he wouldn't be able to stay on the channel like that. Some cable company would have purchased him, and be like, nah, y'all, y'all killing our viewership. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta scoop you up and uh, put you on our platform. Yeah, it, it was a, it was just good. At the time, you know, you, you know what it is. At the time when you're watching this kind of TV you're not realizing, like, it's just TV to you. You're just like, oh, I'm watching, I'm, I'm getting to see hip-hop, and I'm getting to see, I love, you know, I love rap, and I get to see it. You're not even realizing that this is what you're watching. I mean, what you're watching is, like, some true history happening before your very eyes. And to grow up and then all of a sudden get a chance to actually look back and, and enjoy it some more, it's just, it's, it's fun. This is just fun to be a part of. That's all it is. Yeah, definitely. That is definitely something that uh you don't realize when in the moment because in the moment you like you say you just enjoying it you kicking it and then later on you're like yo I really lived through that or yo I really experienced like when I start watching that thing I'm really I know I'm gonna be looking like yo I remember that I remember those interviews I remember that time I knew what was going on in New York when that interview was being aired or when that person was um the head of the charts or whatever so that should be some good should be some good viewing. Just fun, man. That, that is just one of those. I, I don't know, man. It's one of those things that I, I you know, I ain't gonna get emotional when I watch it, but I'm just <laughs> gonna probably sit in there like 
smiling and just being like, wow, this is crazy. Hell uh, yeah. <laughs> You're not going to shed a tear or nothing. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to be teary-eyed. I ain't going to be like, oh, oh, this is crazy. I mean, you know, I ain't going to be emotional, but it's going to be more of like, wow, oh, this is crazy. This is like, I remember this and I remember that and all that stuff. Like, it's just going to be one of those type of moments. Yeah, but you know what? It's going to be... Uh... It's gonna be somebody's gonna be emotional because they gonna remember you, yeah, man. That's when me and Keisha was together, man. Keisha broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be some dude that's gonna be sitting there mad as hell from watching that when he see a video or he hear a song. He gonna be pissed <laughs> off. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those fun things. It's gonna be fun, uh, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm I'm happy to actually doing something like this. Uh, I like these kind of moments when you you know. At our age, and and if you're in your 30s, um, um, you could look when they bring stuff back, and you just could go back and you're like, oh, I remember that time. That's crazy. That's crazy. I was doing this. You start remembering all kinds of dumb shit, like you said. Oh man, I remember when I was talking to Keisha, and then you know I, I was little. I just learned, got my first kiss at that moment, and blah 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 blah. Oh uh, was- yeah. Hell yeah. So that just should be some good viewership, son. Oh Fun, man. man the time that's fun that's fun stuff oh yeah man that shit is funny as hell i just saw that shit floating around as we was getting ready for the episode i saw that pop up and i was like oh hell yeah let's touch on that right quick Mm -hmm. so we're gonna we're gonna move right into uh most of you know i work at the airport those of you that listen to me those that follow us know i work at the airports let's talk airport shooting son yeah (laughs) go ahead talk to me i just i just need to know all I need to know is how someone, am I mistaken if somebody was in the airport with a gun and then all of a sudden they got away? So. <laughs> is, this, is this the story? Like, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Yeah, but I so, just need to know, nah, so. I need to know how there's a million of y'all in there. Not just you. I'm not talking about you. I don't expect you to be going down and getting your getting your tackle on like you on first 48. But what I, I am expecting is there's a lot of cops in the goddamn airport. Yeah, it's, How a, get away? it's a good bit of, it's a good bit of cops in there, but you know, they all, they all positioned in different places and everybody's got their own assignments and stations. So without, without being able to reveal and divulge too much. So what happened was the, we catch people with guns in their bags all the time. Like that's nothing new. That's not something that doesn't happen on the regular. People still be bringing their guns to the airport, still be like, oh, my bad, I forgot, or I didn't know, or whatever, whatever. People be having guns in their bags. So in this situation, the gun was in the bag. The bag, they went to search the bag, and I guess the person realized what was in their bag, and they, like, reached for the bag, and the gun went off. So that's 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 what happened. And when it went off, people scattered. And I think I think they, people, you know, in the, in the era and in the world we live in now, people heard a gunshot inside the airport and everybody kind of just automatically started yelling, active shooter, active shooter. Like nobody even knew what that term was years ago. But as soon as, the, as, soon as they heard the shot, that's what everybody started yelling. So, of course, mass hysteria broke out. Wait, 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 wait. They were yelling active shooter? Yes. I've never thought to yell that in my life. I've never so thought. Uh, most people would just dip out. Or most yeah, people not, yell like, oh, he's got a gun or she's got a gun or somebody's shooting. Nah, these, not, people, these people was yelling active shooters. Huh? I'm, not, I'm not trying to find if he or she got a gun. I could care less. I'm out. 
I'm not I'm not saying active shooter or I'm saying he or she because you know why? Because I'm not looking to see where they I'm gone. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's absolutely insane, man. That's right. And I wasn't there, but when I started hearing it, and people was like, yo, the gun went off and everybody just started yelling. Like, but it's the world we live in, man. People are so glued to um news and there's been so many incidents in the last what five, 10, 15 years, there's been so many incidents that people are, people are now programmed to be like living a life we living in. So that's just what they started yelling. They started yelling, shooter, active shooter, active shooter. So everybody broke out and it, it was just a mass hysteria, man. People was getting trampled from what I hear. It was just mad madness going on. But like I said, that shit happens on a regular way. People have guns in the airport. I don't know why people still bring guns. And it's a hell of a flight. If you, so if you have your, so you can travel with your firearm, but you got to put it in your bag that you check under the plane. The plane, I, I know that. But if you forget or whatever, and you bring it through the checkpoint, when we catch you now, if you have a permit, you'll get a fine. Like they'll take you to the precinct. They'll give you your fine. They tell you, hey, go put your gun in your car, put your gun in wherever, wherever, but, you know, of course you can't carry it past this point. Go do something with your gun, and then you can fly out later on today. And they'll give you a fine. Like, the fines start at, like, 5 Gs. So, and people be having multiple fines. People be getting multiple times. I'm like, yo, you just got money to burn. Like, if I get if I get caught one time and get a fine, from that point on, before I leave the house to go to the airport, I'm double and triple checking my bag every time. Like, 5 Gs, son? It, it, that's no way. There's no way in the world you can. I can understand. I I can understand why here or places in the South that we can we can all carry legally. Like we could just walk outside, carry our guns, blah 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 blah. I can understand that. And then I, I'm not sure why you put it in your bag when you're packing. Not sure how that is an accident. <laughs> but you know, people you know people bring guns. Like you said, I'm pretty sure you see it normally. Like it's just Normal. like what it is. Yeah. Right. I get all of that. What I don't get is the part where I I, I started to do research because I was like, oh, I want to travel with my gun, and I know you can put it underneath the plane. That I that I did do some research on. Uh, you have to have it in a uh, you have to have it in a case, I believe. Yeah, you gotta have it in a lock case. You gotta have it in a lock case. Uh, something like um, damn, you can have the key on you, yeah, you um, but obviously. On you, but the case has to be locked and it's got to have like one of the TSA locks on it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> case has to be uh, unloaded. Like it's all different type of stuff to it, but you can, you know, you can do it. It's legal ways to do it. I don't understand how you, I'm packing my drawers, I pack my toothbrush. Uh, can somebody pass me my glass? Put it in the back. <laughs> that I don't. I start to get a little confused like that. If you had it on you, you understand that that I understand. Like you might have it on you and not even realize. Like you in the airport, and sometimes you travel with your gun so much. Like you know, we all travel with our guns so much that you have it, it on. Feels you. like you part of you at a certain point. Yeah, it's like yeah, like you said, it's a part of us. You know what I'm saying? Like you walk in, you walk outside, and you don't even you, you go into the airport, but it, you just do some dumb shit, and you go to the airport, and you have it on you. But when you talk about yeah, I just put it in my bag on some. Passing my toothbrush, passing my floss, and my un, my uh, fucking deodorant and my Glock, and then put it all in the same bag, and then you try to go to the airport. Like I'm, I'm all the way confused yeah. at that. The mo- most of the time, the story is, oh, that's my work bag. I didn't realize it was in there. I was at work today, or 
oh, I had it, um, that's my gym bag, and I just grabbed my bag and threw my clothes in there. I forgot it was in there. Most of the time, it's stuff like that. Like, the wildest story I ever heard was this guy was like, they like, we stopped him. And he was like, hey, why y'all got my bag? What's going on? Like, nothing in my bag. I don't have no liquids, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yo, yeah, you don't have no liquids, but you have your gun. He's like, I don't have my gun in my bag. My gun is at home in the safe. And we was like, nah, your gun is in your bag, buddy. He was like, there's no way. So he sat there for a while. He started thinking about it. He was like, oh, shit. We was like, what's up? He's like, I'm in the middle of a divorce, and I bet my ex-wife put it in my bag. I was like, oh, 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 shit. (laughs) I don't know, pay that fine. You don't give a fuck. I was like, yo, but this was back when, um, this is back when they wouldn't, even if you had a permit, you still get arrested. This was some years ago. Cause years ago, even if you had a permit, you would get arrested. Like they didn't care. You got in an airport, you going to jail. Like they oh, just, wow. they just adjusted the law. I want to say two years ago where you have, if you have your permit, they'll just give you a citation and tell you to go put in your car and have a good day. <clears throat> but this is back when you go to jail. So he called her. He was like, yo, did you put my gun in my bag? She, she was like, like yeah. yeah, she was like, she was like, yep, I sure did. Oh, well, he was like, but you knew I was coming to the airport. She's like, yeah, I know. I was like, yo, ho. All that story just said is choose your, your mates wisely. Uh, all that story says is you better be out the house when I get out. <laughs> <laughs> Choose your mates wisely. You better be out the house, and you better have an order protection already in place for me when I get out of jail. Because I'm coming to see you. Like you, you got me locked up. You better hope they'll never give me my gun back. (laughs) That's just that. You better hope they'll never give me the gun that I I got caught with back. That shit gonna go to use. Yo, you know how how horribly like petty that is, man. Like. I know people be going through some rough divorces, but you willing to send me to jail on some random, like not even like send me to jail on some forever. Just like, yeah, I just want you to be uncomfortable for a couple of days. Yeah. You know how it is. It, it, oh. it, it's fucking terrible. It's just a, but I, I had to, as far as that story, man, I had to understand that. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I'm watching the news and it was like, oh yeah. And the shooter got away. I'm like, whoa, 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 man. You know what that, you know, when I hear a story like that, I'm like, that's like almost like you tried. You robbed a casino. That's how I. That's how I hear it. <laughs> they got the oceans on. <laughs> yes, when you rob, that's like robbing a casino to me. You mean to tell me the shooter was in the airport and got away? How? You barely could get into that airport and drive and drive around when you ain't got nothing going on. When you ain't got no felonies going on, you barely could just drive around that airport and and make it past like security and all that shit. How the fuck this motherfucker do some dirt and be like, all right, see you later. I'm out of here. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, he, um, when it happened, he just took off. He took off and ran out to something, ran out one of the side doors and was gone. I don't even know how, I don't know where he went. I don't know how he got away. I don't know. Either. He just ran that out the side door. But when he got outside, like, it's always traffic there. So I don't know. That part I don't know. That's what I was trying to say just now. I don't know if anybody that's listening bit to Atlanta Airport, but come on now. Come on now. It's always you ain't traffic. To, that's what I'm saying. You ain't doing no dirt and you can't get out of there and just be like, all right, I'll see you later. You, that shit is crazy. So the fact I'm telling you, it's like some oceans, like oceans 11, oceans 17, because the fact that he got out of there is crazy. That's almost like robbing a casino. Like if you heard somebody said, 
they went to a fucking uh, a casino and stuck them up for the fucking money, the money bin. And you was just like, and they got away. You would be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How, how, how did they get away? There's the charity everywhere. That's yeah, how I like, feel. Yeah. You'd be like, I need some explanations. Yes. And that's what, when I heard that shit, that's what I was like, what is going on at the airport that a motherfucker got away? Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't even really looked at the news. So I don't even know if they caught dude yet. That motherfucker was at home, man. He was like, oh, I got away. If they can't catch me at the airport, they'll never catch me. <laughs> But they got all his information. So they got all his information. Sooner or later, somebody as soon as they put some money out there, somebody's snitching. As soon as they put out a little uh three thousand, five thousand, and it's close to Christmas. Oh man, let them put out any type of of, of reward. You know what that motherfucker did? That motherfucker left. And he went home, went back, got another bag, came back to the airport, took a flight, and now he's somewhere else. <laughs> Because <laughs> you can't get that, that stuff in the, the system. Uh, you know, that shit doesn't go in the system automatically. Oh, no. Nah, yeah. yeah. They, they, what you call it? Um, so when you, when you do something that egregious, you, um, what you call it? You get put on a no fly list. No fly list is automatic. Oh, it's automatic? Oh, okay. Automatic. Soon, as soon as, they, as, soon as they hit send, that's it. That motherfucker went home, got a bag, came back to the airport, and said, "See ya, I'm going. I'm out of here." He probably didn't even leave. He probably just circled back around. Oh, he probably just went downtown and got on a fucking train because you fucking take me off the no fly list. But that don't mean I can't get on no fucking train. Mm, yeah, you're right. Yeah, surely <laughs> you go downtown and get on. They got a they got Amtrak downtown. <laughs> when they got Amtrak, Amtrak, I was like, I'm out of here. That's what I was saying. I got to go. <laughs> There's no way in the world. I don't understand these criminals. Like they be staying in the state. Like the uh, these criminals just be doing dirt and be like going right back home. They be going, ah, I'm going home. Like not me. Shit, I'm taking a train. I don't give a fuck where the train go. Train go to Canada. If the train go to Canada, I'm out. He said, "If I go to Canada, you go. He just going someplace. I'm going the fuck away." Mm. Yeah, man. The thing was a uh, <clears throat> um. Fortunately, nobody got hurt. Nothing happened to anybody. So that was like the, that was the best part of it all. But man, I tell you, it was pure madness in that airport. I'm so glad I was off. Yeah, I'm glad I was there. I was like, you, these people are losing their mind. <laughs> oh man! Speaking of shootings, um, unfortunately, they had another school shooting. This one was uh in Michigan, right? Yeah. This one was in Michigan, and the crazy thing about this one is that morning the his parents met with the uh, administrators because they were the administrators were like, um, yeah, he's we just don't like the way he's been behaving and acting. We don't like his conduct lately, and we might need to probably suspend him for a couple of days. We need to talk about this, blah 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 blah. And they was like, all right, cool. Well, you know, we'll all discuss it. We'll work on it. We'll see what we can do. And then that shit happens later on that later on that morning. So it's one of the it's, a, it's another incident where the signs were there, where people saw the signs, but nobody seemed to have acted early enough, quick enough, or soon enough, or however you want to word it. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know why it takes so long for people to start making moves and trying to prevent these type of things from happening, man. It's it's too often the same story over and over again where somebody, uh-huh. people saw it happening, but nobody stepped up in time. 
Don't nobody what you call because because everybody wants that. You know what it is when it comes to these kids that uh, that are doing stuff. People are seeing the signs, but they. Re- I think what people are doing are not, are not realizing that uh, the shit is serious. I just think they take it like, oh well, you know, Timmy ain't never did no shit before. Timmy ain't gonna do a goddamn thing. Timmy, you're punk. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. Timmy hear that shit while he in the room. He hear it through the door, and Timmy be like, oh, where I'm a punk. Oh, okay, no problem. I got something for the ass. That's what the fuck happened. It, it, nobody ever believed Timmy gonna flip out and then Timmy just loses it one night while watching wrestling and he'd be like fuck this I'm over it I'm just gonna I'm, that's it taking the gun to school tomorrow and, that, and, and it's sad it's sad like you said it, nobody wants to nobody wants to be proactive that's the, that's what it is you gotta be people we need to be proactive with these kids yeah and like I haven't uh, I haven't really read too much into the story cause it's just like it's one of those things but it's just like man I'm like I'm tired like this is just too sad and too unfortunate that it keeps happening over and over again. But I'm interested to see if it's a situ another situation where it was bullying or it was this or it was that, or if this person just was on some like on some other shit. Like I just I'm just mad or I'm just angry. Or I'm just frustrated. And I'm going to do this to try to solve my problems. The the wild part is now I watch a lot. I don't know if everybody else, but I watch a lot of YouTube. I just be on YouTube, falling down the rabbit hole of nonsense, right? And I did see that story on one news station, right, about the the kid that went and shot the school. But you know, you know what what's wild about these school shootings? Because um, I'm not sure if you guys are like me, but when I see them, they'd be like, "And this is the this is the uh, 49th school shooting that happened this year." I'm like, "49th? What the fuck?" Who? Yeah, I always be surprised by the number two. So that's what I'm saying. It'd be like it'd be double digits, like high double digits. Like it'd be like the 49th school shooting this year, and you'd be like, "What the fuck happened to?" I didn't even hear the other 48. But you know what's wild about that? Literally that night, there was a school shooting in Chicago at a basketball game, Uh, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, so this is a." They are correct. It might have been the 49th because I'm just seeing this. Maybe I'm gonna do a new, a little bit more research. I'll see about these school shootings. So. It's not when I think the problem is us as um, um, us as I don't know, I would say America because America has so much shootings and shit like that. But us as America, uh, Americans, what happens is we get uh, we get we are the people that shit happens every day. You, uh, and what I mean is there's school shootings every day. But when when it's more than I guess if, if one kid dies in a school, then it's just like, oh, well, one kid died. But if four people died, it's a mass shooting and then the whole world goes hysteria, right? It's almost mm, like yeah. when it's cop beatings or something like that. There's cop beatings every fucking day, right? You know, some shit, some black guys probably getting harassed or whatever like that. Or not just black, just some parties getting harassed by a cop or whatever like that, right? Right this minute. But unless there is a, a George Floyd or... um there is other, you know, uh, uh, Castillo, uh, just these people that are getting the, the cameras on it and stuff like that. That's when it's like, oh, I can't believe they're they're killing, uh, the cops are killing individuals and blah, 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 blah. It, it's almost like it's because of, the obviously it's the media. This shit is happening every single day. Not to say we, we shouldn't feel like one is bigger than the other. All of these 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 shits are horrible, and that's why I'm always like, wow, there's there's so many cop killings. I mean, not cop killings. There's so many uh, school shootings, and I don't even hear about it until I hear about this one. This one that like uh, the guy 
uh, went in there and killed those people. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my God, there's school shooting. And then while I'm watching the story, they're talking about, yeah, 40, the 49th one. Mm. Yeah, so, that's, you got a point there because, like, they really won't say anything. It's like it's like one one death is acceptable. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll charge one to the game. Two, three, yeah. oh, no, it's a mass shooting. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, like, what about – and I think that's what frustrates – Probably a lot of parents, especially parents who lose somebody in in one of those cases, when they see it pop up on the news and they're like, "Oh, they like, damn, ain't nobody said shit about my son or my daughter. Exactly. Like my yeah. daughter was murdered and nobody said anything. Why is this? Why are these group of people so important? Why are these group of people getting so much light just because it was three, four of them that died at one time? What about my child that got murdered? And it's the same thing. Somebody snuck a gun into school and shot my son, but they just the school resources or other students or whoever were able to stop him in time before he did anything to anybody else. That's a fact. That is a fact. No, it's gotta be frustrating as hell. But that's what I mean. I mean like, uh, and that's what I was saying. Like on that same day that I seen that mass shooting, I seen another shooting in Chicago and not nobody, if I never mentioned it, the only people that would have known is the people in Chicago, me, you and whoever's listening to this podcast. And and that's what I'm saying. Like nobody would ever know. And that's probably the, the fucking 50th one. Mm-hmm. Um, but which means there was, it was mass shooting. It was 40, it was 47 other ones before the two that I've heard of. Right. And I didn't even hear about those other 47 until this one, because four or five people that I got shot or four people died. And then I think there was eight people in the, that was, uh, shot incredible or injured or whatever. Yeah. But it's just, it's just, you know, all these things, everything. The one in Chicago is terrible. That one is terrible. They're all terrible. It's just, I think we, we, we as uh, Ameri- Americans, when we look at the media, we just be like, oh, word, damn, the school shooting, they're crazy. The first school shooting this year. And then when you listen, it's like, no, 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 this is half of a hundred. Half of a hundred doesn't happen this year. It's a whole lot of people and, being injured and injured and or killed. Yeah, kids teachers people are dying all, all the time and it's just it's just terrible it's just uh unfortunate very unfortunate yeah and one of the reading the reports and listen to uh these news stations they were like oh the authorities know how he got it in i'm like wait a minute they know how he got it. like so is there some type of flaw in it is there some type of situation where they know what's going on like what's happening? Like how do they know how he got it in the in the school? And then it then it pushed me to like, well, do they have metal detectors? Are they not putting metal detectors in these schools? Or is the school considered a good school so they don't have them? Like what's what's really going on? It's fucking ridiculous, man. It's just and it's sad. It's sad that it's uh that it's like this. Uh, these kids are just uh so used to just having these guns and just going into the school shooting up other people. And not realize that that kid that that they actually caught um, that did the shooting, life done, like finished his life at, you know, whatever. I think it was what he was sixteen or something like that. Finished his yeah. life at like you lived on this earth for sixteen years, and then now that's it. That's it. You. That's yeah. it. That's the end of your sixteen years old. Yeah, it's over for you now. Like, even if you go, let's say they send him to, uh, even if he goes to, like, kiddie prison, or if he's going to be in kiddie prison until he's, what, 18, 19, yeah. they're going to move him right over. Like, he's going to, like, he's going to be in jail for the majority of his life moving forward. And it's, it's unfortunate, man. Like, it, and that's where it becomes sad on all on all sides. Like, people got killed. 
he's going to lose his life. He's going to jail. And it's not even it's going to be a situation where he's going to jail, whether he needs mental help or not. Like, he's going to jail. And then if he gets cool. some mental help, yeah, but hell, jail don't do nothing but, um, it don't nothing but recycle people and teach people how to be bigger and better criminals. So now he's now he's stuck in a cycle, man. He's stuck in a cycle that's going to happen. He's going to go in there. Older heads is going to be teaching him how to do all type of random stuff. And now but he's 16. He might maybe, if they're really lenient, he might what? He might get out in 40 years. He's, he's, he's an old man. Well, people, yeah. He get out in 40 years, he'll be 56. Let's say he get out in 40 years, like you said. He'll be, what, 46? Mm-hmm. Uh that's not old, but you wasted half of your life in in prison. At the end of the day, I mean, not, I don't know if he should get out. That's not for me to say. That's for him to go to court and to figure all that shit out. But let's say he, if he gets out at 46 or 50, when he get out at 50, half his life done. Now, we all know. I mean, we all know when you when you are growing up, like your 20s is a fun time. Your 30s, you're trying to... You know, you're still figuring out Earth. You should have figured out life by that time. 40 years, she will be settling down and just chilling. He's going to be 50 with, you know, coming out of jail. And it's just like, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for him. It's unfortunate for the families first. Fuck all that. It's unfortunate for the families that lost people. And then it's unfortunate that he was so young to make that, to, to do that, you know, to those families. And then he, he he's not going to be around his family. It's just a, a fucking clusterfuck of uh, it's pretty much the same kind of shit that we were talking about when we talk about the Henry Ruggs thing. Like when we were saying, like, like the, the only the, pe- the person that died is affected, obviously, but their families, his family, the, the mm-hmm. people that he and just like this, his family, you know, they lose a son and the mother loses a son and the father loses a son and they lose cousin and and and. And the people that die, they lost a life, and they lose a, a, a sibling and a, and a child or whatever. It's just, it's horrible. Yeah, that type of stuff is just, it just affects so many different avenues and so many different people that you just have to, just have to look at it and just, you know, give your prayers and your blessings. Like, damn, that's unfortunate that everybody's suffering like that. And and move on from it, man. Cause if we sat and dwelled on like all the horrible stuff that be going on, man, you'd, you'd be depressed in the house all day long. Cause it's oh, yeah. stay some, it's stay some horrible going on around him man. this world. This world's, uh, in a lot of trouble. Yeah. So people gotta, and people gotta get it right, get it together. I think that's why some people say they don't even watch the news because they, you know, you want to, you want to watch the news to stay abreast to the shit that's going on in the world. But sometimes, you watch the news and that shit fuck up your whole day. You come home from work, you're like, man, I'm home from work. I'm back. Ooh, thank God. Thank God I ain't working right now. And then all of a sudden you're chilling and relaxing. Yeah, let me see what's going on in the world. And they tell you fucking school shooting and this and that, and all this other fucking bullshit. And now you're like, man, I'm depressed. Look at this bullshit. Yeah, you're right. And I'm home now. I'm depressed. You're right about that. Yo, that's why, man, like, and. Like who was uh Charlemagne the guy? He says he he calls it parental anxiety. Like I really be like stressed sometimes. Like I'm glad my daughter goes to the little performing art schools she goes to. Not saying that something couldn't happen there, but you know she's not in no like hood type neighborhood. She doesn't go to like hood ass public school. If she did, like I'd really be stressed every day. Like man, I don't know what's going on. Like shit might go bad today. 
something might happen today, but man, when you got kids and you start thinking about all the random stuff and horrible stuff that be going on at these schools, you just be like, man, yeah, I got to do something to get my kid in. I got need my kid to go to uh, some preppy school up in the hills or something. Yeah, it, it's, it's stressful. It is stressful just to, I mean, it's stressful for you leaving the house. It's stressful, you know, thinking about your kids because you're not around your kids to protect them leaving the house. It's just, uh, it's, you just got to, you know, it's all, it obviously it's just living life and you just, you just got to pray for the best. Yeah, man. <laughs> that is all we can do. And just hope we, um, and try to stay on the right side of everything. Try to hope that, pray that stuff don't jump on you, man. Cause it's mean out here in these streets. Um, let's, th- let's keep talking about some some shootings. Let's talk about the uh, Rittenhouse dude. So Rittenhouse, oh, yeah. he got off. He got he got uh, not guilty all accounts, which I kind of knew was going to happen. Of course, based on the letter of the law. Now people yes. people probably going to be pissed at me, but based on the letter which, of the law, which you on this one. He wasn't wrong. Now, did he? Was he wrong for being out there? Yes, he ain't no business out there. His mama ain't had no business driving him over there to drop him off to protect. What was it? Was it car dealerships or parking lots or whatever the hell it was? He ain't had yeah. no business out there, man. Like he should stay his ass at home and watch the shit on the news or did whatever he was going to do. He ain't no business out there. No, no. By the letter of the law, like these people were running up on him, and he's authorized to carry his firearm, and he thought they was going to hurt him, so he shot him. So by the letter of the law, I get it, but somewhere in there, something he should have got, they should have charged him. And it, a lot of times it depends on the charges. Like he should have had some type of reckless endangerment charge or something because he had no business out there. There was no reason for him to get his mom like, hey, mom, drive me over here so I can protect the protesters. The protesters are going to, they're going to riot. I need to go protect this parking lot. Like <laughs> whose parent like, you know what? That's a great idea, 17-year-old. Come on, get in the car. Let's go do this. That's how you know the parents don't give a fuck about you. When you say, when you carry, <laughs> you grab your gun talking about, I'm about, to, uh, I'm about to stop people from going inside of a parking lot. Your, your parents be like, I hate this little motherfucker. Go, yeah, get you go get your gun so we can go <laughs> drop the mask off. That's exactly when you know your parents don't give a fuck about you. You know they don't give a fuck about you. When, you, when they drive you over there and say, grab your gun because, you know, we got to make sure that you protect them. And they just drop your ass off and then fucking wave at you. And the then fucking, they drive off like, finally yeah. got rid of them. <laughs> Hope they do some shit to this motherfucker. <laughs> I, um, I definitely, uh, I agree with you. I, um, it's kind of like, you got to understand. And I know people are upset and I get it. Somebody died, you know, people died. Uh, but you gotta, you have to, and I don't know if the people that actually are upset, um, like you said, it's because of the law and also because of what, what was happening. Um, if you look at the video, yeah. right. And I, well, I think he probably should have got some time for like, I mean, people died, but do I think he should have got something for like, uh, maybe like, like you said, being reckless with the shit. Maybe, maybe, uh, you know, I can understand that. If he would have got a year or something like that, I'd have been like, eh, it makes sense. But if you look at the video and you understand the law, uh, in Wisconsin, then you would understand why he got off. Um, and the reason is because it's just like, almost like Florida where they have a situation where you feel threatened and you can defend yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the what you call him, if you look at the video, uh, I think there was a part where he's actually like going away from someone and they're trying to chase him with a fucking ska- uh, skateboard or some shit and a brick. Mm-hmm. And you have to look at it if it was like anything else. I, 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 what I what I I want people to understand, like if this person, like would we have if we knew somebody was chasing a black guy with a brick and a skateboard, right? And he shot the person that was chasing them with a brick and a skateboard. Now, why this crazy black person was out there with a fucking gun protecting the parking lot? That would be second thought. I'd be like, "This is great. That's a crazy motherfucker." But if we, if the person was black and they was, and we knew people were chasing this black guy with a brick and some and a skateboard, I don't know if we would have. I don't know if we all would be or people would be outraged. I think people would be like, "Damn, fuck! I'm talking about you. Chase me. Chase that motherfucker with a, a brick mm-hmm. and a skateboard." Shoot him, you know. You understand? Like we have to not get all caught up in the frenzy because of what happened. I mean, I just think, oh, white kid kills people, get away with it. Yeah, white kid kill people, got away with it because of the law, because of where he was or whatever like that. He couldn't get away with that in like a in New York or something like that, where the exactly. laws of gun uh, having gun laws are, are strict. But in these other states where you can freely carry a gun outside. Doesn't really matter. AR, pistol, all that shit, and you can protect yourself. It, it's uh, you have to go by that kind of that kind of judgment when when they say when uh when you're looking at this stuff. Yeah, man, it's the like, it's, like, it's the matter of the law. It's it's ill and it's crazy, and for a lot of uh a lot of aspects and a lot of reasons, it's unacceptable as hell. But man, listen. It is what it is at this point, man. We knew what was going to happen. And I think everybody was like, either which way, he's going to get off somehow, some way. But oh, yeah. He should have got some type of charge. Like, I don't care what you would have charged him with. Reckless endangerment. But when the, when the judge dismissed the charge of uh, him carrying the gun, I was like, oh, he's going to get off. Because now the judge oh, is he- saying, like, it don't matter if he had the gun. That's not a factor. So once the judge said that, it was over. It was a ball game. I was like, oh, yeah, this dude's about to get off. They can't convict Again. him for shooting somebody if the judge was like, eh, it doesn't matter he didn't have it, he shouldn't have had the gun, or it doesn't matter the gun wasn't supposed to be with him at the time. It's okay. He was protecting the parking lot, <laughs> which is the illest shit ever, son. Good. <laughs> and I know people, some people are going to be upset at what we're saying, but you have to you have to put certain things aside when you're just talking about like these things. You have to put, I mean, did he kill some people? Yeah, he surely did. I, I, I mean, we all know that. But in certain states, you can. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give a short story. There's a still. I don't know if anybody ever seen. There's a video. Uh, there's a video of this this couple in Florida. The the girl was sitting outside in her car. She happened to date. Uh, the couple parked in a handicapped spot. Right. Uh, they went to like some you know quickie mart or something like that. They parked in the handicapped spot because they were just going inside. Before I continue the story, there was other spots that were available. Why they parked in the handicapped spot? Don't know. Don't, yeah, but that's not really part of the story. Um, but so they go into the boyfriend goes inside the uh, inside to go get whatever they were going to the quickie mark to get. Now this was in Florida. A guy comes up, white guy comes up. He tries to park and he sees now why he didn't park in the extra spots. Don't know, but he was handicapped and was trying to figure out why they was in the handicapped spot when they didn't have a handicapped sticker. So he parks behind them and says, "Yo," he gets out the car and says, "Yo, y'all got to get out of that spot." Now the boyfriend's in the car. He's he's in the inside the store, so he can't move the car 
the, the girlfriend is in the car and she's like, I'm not moving it. Fuck you. I'm not moving the car. Just park anywhere else. And he's like, fuck you. I'm, I'm handicapped. I want to park in the handicapped spot. Right. So the boyfriend comes out and he sees all this commotion. He sees what's going on and he sees the guy arguing with his girl. So he immediately went and without, without, without hesitation goes and pushes the white guy on the ground. White guy has a gun on him, shoots the guy, shoots him dead. Right, right mm. on the spot, right on the spot, right then and there. Then he waits, calls the police. Right, police don't arrest him. They look at the guy on the ground. They say what happened. They explain it. They look at the camera, and then all of a sudden he gets away with it. And it's exactly the law that you were just talking about. It's the stand your ground law. Yeah, stand your ground laws. On that shit is real. When someone feels threatened. And you have a gun, you are allowed to protect yourself and shoot to kill, like type shit. Like if you feel threatened, that's exactly what it is, and that is what happened. Um, so, and I feel like in this situation, that's what happened. Like I think when they showed a video and you see him being chased, not fucking fully chased, but somebody was about to hit him with a brick, and you see the guy about to hit him with a brick, and he turns around and shoots the guy. That was all that, that I'm pretty sure that's all that people needed to see to be like, oh, well, he's getting off. That was it. Uh, he felt threatened and he killed them. That was just basically what it is. So that's you have to be mindful in these different states. I know people are listening at this from different states and stuff like that. What I say is you have to be mindful of the laws and the states that you're going to. Because if you get caught out there and you think you're just going to punch somebody in the face and you're just going to have a fight like you do in your city that are not gun friendly. And then all of a sudden you go to a gun-friendly state and you be like, well, I'm the bad man back in New York and I'm going to fucking punch somebody in the face down here in Georgia and think you're going to get away with it. And then it's going to be all good. Like your fists are fucking iron fist and they're not going to pull out a gun. That's the way you got to just be careful. And, you know what I'm saying? That's just, that's just a tip because that's the truth. You, you can't be bad man everywhere. You're, that's why people, you know, just stick to yourself, do what you got to do, don't fuck with nobody and just keep it moving. Yeah. Mind your business, cause it'd be crazy out of these streets. Nah, but yeah, the definitely the um stand your stand your ground law is real, cause uh the cop told me one day I should have shot him. He was like, yeah. He's like, he's like, how tall was the guy? I was like, uh, he's about probably like six one, six two, probably about like two fifty. He was like, oh yeah. He said you should have let him kind of like attack you a little bit, and then you could have shot him and killed him. I was like, wait a minute. I, damn, I was what? like, what? <laughs> I was like, huh? He was like, yeah. He was like, cause, cause he's bigger than you. So if he would have been, if he would have started beating you up, you could just shoot him. He's like, you got your gun on you, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah. He just, just shoot him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Cause the, the situation was be me and the, me and the wife were in the house and my mother-in-law was sitting outside the house we used to live in. She was in the car. She was sitting outside in the car. Like, I think she had pulled up and parked and was just like sitting there for a minute before she came in the house. And then she started yelling. So we went to the door and we opened up the door and this dude had reached inside the car and grabbed her purse and was trying to snatch it and run. So they were kind of struggling with the purse. And when we came out the house, so when I looked out the window and saw that, I grabbed my gun. I went running out the door. So I guess he heard us coming. So he snatched the bag and he took off. And when finally he got he got away, he ran and dipped into some like some bushes. When the cops came, we would tell him what happened. He was like, "Oh yeah, you should just ran over there and like just like tackled him or got into it with him. Then you could have shot him." I was like, yeah. "I was like," and I'm thinking to myself, 
uh, I don't believe you're supposed to be telling me uh, ways to commit murder, sir. But uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> This guy is just like trying to trying to fucking get people off the earth. <laughs> I mean, you're supposed to be educated me on how to commit murder, sir. But you know, hey, appreciate your insight. <laughs> so you gonna take this report so I can go inside because now I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, are you person or what's going on here? I feel bad for the. Problem. I don't even want to tell you who the person is. I know you're gonna die. <laughs> shit, fuck! It was just a purse. We could get the shit back. <laughs> I don't know if I. I don't know if I agree with all of this. God damn! <laughs> you start to fucking, you start to fucking be like, you know what? There's, there's nothing happened. Nothing happened, sir. <laughs> Never mind. We, we're good. We're all good here. <laughs> yeah, we need shit in that purse anyway. Oh, about to go buy a new purse for Christmas anyway. I don't know. We called you by accident. <laughs> I'll never forget that man. That dude was looking me in my eye. He was dead serious about that shit. So. <laughs> You know if he if he show up dead and this guy bring back the purse with blood on it, you know what the fuck. <laughs> you be like, God damn! I, I ain't asked for all of this. That's when you look at him and be like, "He got the best of you, huh?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah." He's beating me up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He didn't even do anything. He probably was in the bush talking about I surrender, yeah, surrender my ass. <laughs> oh, That's the type shit. Of- <laughs> Should be crazy out here these streets. Uh, yeah, so uh, this uh, this variant. So I got my I got my uh, first dose of my uh, vaccine today. Congrats, brother! So, yeah, man. Finally, finally was allowed to do it. Finally had uh, the approval and all of that. You know, I had to wait a minute. But I finally got my uh, got my first dose, and it's like it's just in time because now they got this uh, this new variant. What was it called? The um, Marion, Marion, American. Yeah. Mariana. It just sounds like something out of a Marvel movie, man. <laughs> it does sound like a bad guy, right? It sounds like a bad guy. That motherfucker, you know the shit is a bad motherfucker when the shit sounds like a bad guy. Hell yeah, that shit does sound like some type of bad guy or evil villain shit. Yeah, it does, yeah. But I don't know about this thing, man. This um it seems like this uh Seems like this COVID, this COVID stuff ain't going nowhere, son. Like every time it seemed like it's uh dying down or it's it's kind of getting not solved or cured, but every time it seemed like we 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 turn in the corner on it, a new variant pop up. And and, and this is even more, you know. Again, we, I'm not here to promote the vaccine, but what I'm saying is that why wouldn't it? Why why not put yourself in the position? Oh my God. Why wouldn't you put yourself in a position to be like, you know what? I'm just going to get it just because, you know, I'm just going to get it because there's so much craziness going on. Yeah. You know, get it just, just because, just because of that shit. Just because and people, but it's not going to stop it and it's not going to cure it. It's not, yeah, it doesn't stop you from getting it. It doesn't stop you from spreading it. But the one thing it does do is lessen your, your uh lessen the uh symptoms and lessen the blow that it delivers to your body. Now somebody that dealt with that shit, I will tell you this. <laughs> if you can get anything less than what the full on virus is, man, please go ahead and get the lesser version. That's fact. Cause that joint ain't no joke. But people still be still people still be bucking the system. Like you know, I work for the government, so 
we we have to get it and there still be people at my job like I ain't getting it. I'm like, hey, well, you know, that's your choice. <laughs> like, like I'm not about to argue with you about it. Like I'm not about to have no debate with you about it. I'm just saying it's probably in your best interest. But you know, hey, you do you. But with this new joint, and they said this joint is like is easy, it's more what, transmittable, like it's easier to transmit it between people, and like you really don't have any symptoms. Which that within itself be having me looking like, come on now, homie. Like, come on, son. Like how how do these new they, how do all these things keep popping up, getting stronger and better, and like something's something's fishy in the water. Something ain't right. We keep getting these variants, and these variants are stronger and better every time. Like, why are they getting a little less, a little weaker? And I know things mutate, but come on now. I'm not 100 percent sure what's happening in this world right now. Goddamn variants is motherfucking learning from the other ones. I'm like, fuck that shit. I know what to do. I know what to do now. It's like, the, you know what it is? It's like uh, uh, COVID was like the big brother. And the end, COVID done seen, I mean, uh, uh, this, this new variant done seen COVID get in trouble a thousand times and seen all the mistakes. So this new shit came out of nowhere and was like, I know exactly how to get in these people's body. <laughs> and I, I know what to do. I know how to fucking, I know, I know how to get in there quicker. All I got to do is be on some knobs and some keys and I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah, you're right, because the little brother always know how to sneak out better, know how to yeah. lie better. The little brother always know all the all the tricks of the game. Yeah, yeah. You know, hey, what you call him? The older brother didn't have internet. The little brother got internet. So now he know how to do all the shit just by looking it up. And now, oh, okay, this is what you did wrong? Oh, okay, all right, I got it. No worries. Hell yeah. You got a point there, son. That shit is learning. And these these things are getting worse and worse. And then we're going to, um, at some point, it's going to be some strain that comes out that's just going to be like, nope, don't nothing work on me. I'm invincible. It's going to be the, it's going to be the third brother. It's going to be the little, the little. <laughs> It'll be the baby brother. Yeah. He, he got, he got something better than the internet. He probably got some virtual joint that he can actually make the mistake in on, on the VR. He looks at the VR, makes the mistake, and then he's like, oh, okay, I figured out what I got to do. That's exactly what happened. He, you know, he's really ready. He's the super-duper, super-duper variant. <laughs> super-duper variant. Yo, I don't know. But whatever it is, everybody just take care of yourselves. If you don't believe in the um, you don't believe in the vaccine or whatever, then drink your elderberry and your, burn your sage and your emergency and whatever else you want to take. Whatever oh, you yeah. do, just take care of yourself. If you, don't, if you don't believe in the vaccine, man, at the end of the day, you got to take care of yourself. No matter if you believe in it, don't believe in it. Who gives a shit? Just try to take care of yourself and, uh, you know, make you wash your hands, wash your ass. That's what you got to do. <laughs> wash your hands, wash your ass. And that always yeah. <laughs> that used to be the shit that my mom would say last year when, uh, when, when the, the COVID came out, yeah. she would be like, Make sure you wash your hands and wash your ass. I'm like, God damn, I'm going to COVID in my ass, mom. What the fuck they got to do with, what the hell they got to do with the COVID? Yeah, wash your hands, wash your ass. I, you know, you never know. I'm like, you, <laughs> you know. How can't get it from you. <laughs> that, I mean, I, I don't know all the details. I know it's only March, but I know it better not be COVID in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> ass COVID. Yo, what if people started getting ass COVID, son? <laughs> that shit would be fucked up. 
you know. And you, you know, would, how would you even? Get, my biggest thing is like, how did you get it? Like, what did you do? Like, did you sit on the toilet? Like, how do you get COVID in the ass? Sit on that toilet without the fucking paper, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you sit on the fucking public toilet toilet without the paper, and then all of a sudden that shit. If you get COVID, asshole, and all of a sudden you you can't sit. And then you go into the office to go work, and all of a sudden you can't sit. Niggas be like, I knew that motherfucker got that COVID. <laughs> and, you know, that's right. That's how the shit works, too. You got that COVID ass. You can't sit. You, I don't want to sit down. I like, the, I like the desk where you stand up. Yeah, yeah. You got COVID ass. Don't try to fool me. <laughs> Probably ain't nothing wrong. You, you want to sit down, don't you? Him give you the seat. He'll <laughs> be tempting <laughs> you with all type of cushiony seats and shit, all type of ergonomic chairs and shit. <laughs> This motherfucker laying down. Every time you go to his house, he's laying on his stomach watching TV. <laughs> Swinging his legs. <laughs> exactly. And they got COVID ass. That's, that's all. Oh, shit. That'll be fucking ill, son. There it is. Oh, shit. Yo, son, you, what's up with this? Uh, I know you be you heavy into your stocks and you heavy into your um, investments. Are you jumping into this this metaverse thing? This fucking real life, this real real life fake Sims, where people's buying uh online fucking properties. No, I'm not getting into that, man. I I am an old school stock person. I just get into the regular Microsoft, Apple, and things like that, man. When these new things come out, I get it; they're hot at the time, you know. But what I've learned from doing from doing stocks, and I, you know, I'm not giving no advice just in case somebody be like, "All right, this motherfucker gave me advice, and now I'm broke." Um, what happened was I, I just noticed that the reason that these Warren Buffett and, you know, people like that are rich is because they, when it comes to these other stocks that people are hype on for like a couple of months, they don't really get into that kind of stuff. They get into these stocks where the shit is going to be slow money, but it's going to be automatic money. You know, mm-hmm. they don't gamble. It's like automatic, like, you and they'll put, you know, a billion dollars into Apple, and then all of a sudden, they might not, you know, when you put that million dollars to Apple, the shit might trickle up a couple of cents and trickle up a couple of cents, but then all of a sudden, five years later, fucking Apple then tripled, and you'd be like, how the fuck does motherfucker make all that goddamn money? And it's because they didn't really, you know, mess around. Not to say that you can't make money on these other stocks. If you get in and get out, you can make money off of them, but. I, I learned when I was doing that, I was like, you know what? This shit is too much pressure on my heart. I'm getting old. I can't be sitting here worrying about the stock going up or down. I like, I just put it in. I put money into the stocks and I just let it ride. I, that's all I do now. Oh yeah. You, you gotta, uh, <clears throat> sometimes you gotta step back. Like you can have you one or two, but them people who do that, like serious day trading where they be looking at stuff every day, all day, flipping yeah. their phone and twisting and turning and, Damn, they're crying because stuff ain't going right. Like, nah, that joint is drive you insane. Like you said, you'll pressure and everything and be sky high trying to figure it out. That's a fact. You'll, you'll lose your mind. Yeah, but this metaverse stuff, when I first heard it, I was like, I didn't understand it. And then when I started looking into it and reading it, I was like, oh, it's The Sims. Remember, you play The Sims, you could, uh, you, you could build your house, you got property, you build neighborhoods. That's what it yeah. seems like. This shit is like you're purchasing a virtual as piece of land like I'm on three acres of virtual property in such and such area and then at some point somebody else is going to come and say oh yeah let me get that up off you it's, it's now worth this amount of money so let me <laughs> let me get let me get it up off you since it's worth more money now like 
what the hell are we doing in this world? Like, are we really going to be living online soon? Is that what we're going to be doing? Like, nobody's going to be actually living and walking around the street. Everybody's going to sit in the house with a, with a goddamn, what you call it, with a, the goggles on and shit. Yeah, the shit is, yo, people are, you know, you already, people don't believe shit that's in real life anymore. Like, you can put something on the internet and motherfuckers will be like, that sounds about right, sounds about right. You can say anything, put it on the internet, and and people won't really do any kind of research, you know? what uh, I think Charlemagne has a good line where he says that uh, the lie is better than the truth or something like that because... Uh, uh, nobody, nobody, um, the truth nobody doesn't believes- matter when the lie is more entertaining or something like that. That is an absolute fact. That is one of the best. That shit should go down as one of the best quotes of all time. And it's because because of how the times are today. People don't want to believe shit that, that happening in real life. People want to believe internet shit. That people already will post dumb shit on the internet. They'll post them doing crimes. They'll post themselves doing all kinds of shit. Everybody wants to feel like they hot shit and their life is amazing. You know. <laughs> you know? So at the end of the day, yeah, I, I believe if it probably will be successful because nobody wants to live in reality as it is. Yeah, you got a point. People do not want to live. People are totally different human beings and totally different entities online. Like I know a couple of people who online, I'll be looking at their online profile like, who the hell is this person? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, who are you? But you see him outside, there's somebody completely different. But online, I'm like, man, this is ridiculous. Like, cut it out. Like, why are you trying to live this life? But you live the life because people are attracted to it. People are drawn to it. And if they don't know you, that's all they know. So that vision is, that's that person's reality of you at that time. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. Goddamn real life Sims and people buying properties and it's called the metaverse. Why is it called metaverse? I don't know. It's stupid. The whole thing is ridiculous, but it's a lot of money to be gained. So if you got some money laying around that you can invest and you can spend on it, by all means, jump in it. Jump in it and jump out real quick like everybody does with all these uh cryptocurrencies because this metaverse joint is people put it's companies putting money into it now, buying property online so that I guess they can open up online stores in that neighborhood or whatever they want to call it later on. It's absolutely ridiculous. I think the world is going to be and I think COVID just further um, COVID just further pushed it to that level where people are really completely disconnected from reality and disconnected from each other and they're living a online and virtual life yeah, there's some people that still don't even leave the house. And there's people that don't even leave the house still because of COVID. They're just too scared or whatever the situation is. So I, I, I believe that is it going to be uh, successful? I, probably. I, I wouldn't put it past, but not for me, but I wouldn't. The way people are acting now where they don't believe in reality, I, shit. If it fucking blows up and this is where all of a sudden everybody is in there, like you said, The Sims, and they got their virtual glasses on and they like, oh, I'm about to purchase some land over here and motherfucking fake land and then <laughs> fake field. You know, whatever they got to do, I, shit, more power to them. I hope they have all the fun in the world. And it's just going to, at the end of the day, you know, it's just going, it's just uh, adapting to the times. You know, people, there's people that are still scared of COVID. COVID ain't going nowhere. This fucking, this a Marion, a unicorn shit that's out now. And some people are still like, fuck the vaccine. I'm not going to go outside and 
I'm gonna have everything. You can get everything delivered now. It's not like you really have to go outside. You can fucking get every. You get food delivered. You can have somebody come pick up your clothes. You know, at the end of the day, it's not like going outside is mandatory like it was back in the day. So I, you know, sitting around and having your virtual life because you don't want to go outside and that's how you want to live life. And more power to you. Go ahead and do your thing. You can work from home. You can do everything. So uh, going outside is not mandatory like it was 20 years ago. Nah. Like you said, <clears throat> you can do it all from the crib down. You do not need to yeah. be outside at all. Like, nah, you can even, everybody working from home, everybody shopping from home, you do everything from the house. That's a fact. You can literally do every single thing that you can possibly dream of from the crib. Mm. So speaking of shopping, some you see this, I see this FedEx, FedEx driver that was dropping packages off in, in somebody's like backyard someplace. Like I don't like they haven't even released the full story yet, but some neighbor, some guy was walking. Like I guess he has acreage, probably. He's walking and he saw. He was like, "Man, where are these boxes coming from?" His his yard, uh, part of his land was just covered in FedEx boxes. Huh? What? <laughs> so what the hell was the driver doing? First of all, how did he get onto that man's property and open up the back of a truck and be dumping packages out? To the extent of like, well, it was like two truckloads of packages. Like, how much property did this dude have that he didn't realize somebody was back there dumping, dumping goddamn boxes on his yard? Damn motherfucker, dude. That motherfucker was part of the shit. That's what I said. I was like, man, he's probably back there going through because they said a bunch of packages were ripped and bust open. So he's probably back there busting them packages open. Like, nah, I don't need this. I don't, I don't want this. <laughs> he's back there yeah. shopping. Some motherfuckers got to deal with whoever the uh, person was, whoever the fucking FedEx driver was. He got to deal with them. He got to, son, because there's no way you didn't know people were dumping something. Now, if it was just like a couple, that'd be one thing. But yeah, he just ain't realize a couple of packages. But when they said it was like two truckloads worth of packages in, in the yard, like you knew. You knew yeah, what was up. <laughs> you was back there 100%. shopping. Then you got tired. Then probably, dude, he probably told dude, hey, man, I need, I need, a, I need an air fryer. He was like, man, I ain't bringing no goddamn air fryer. He was like, oh, word? You ain't going to give me no air fryer? Cool, I got you. <laughs> I'm going to call these cops on you. There's no way that he was dumping all that stuff on your property. And then not you, none of your neighbors, nobody realized that all this stuff was being dumped on your property? It's no way, son. Them motherfuckers, man. No way. I'm with you on that. They knew something was up, and they were just to keep that shit a secret. Yeah, they're not fooling me with that nonsense. Absolutely stupid, son. Yo, so before we get out of here, I want to talk about this um IG because we both be on um we both be on Instagram. We both be doing our uh our social media things, and I think I'm gonna think it's about time we jump on this um doing reels and doing videos. Man, IG said they paying people to do I do their reels up upwards of ten thousand of them things, son. Ten thousand dollars, for real? Thousand dollars to do reels, son. So, so said, what everybody is, won't get paid the same amount. I guess if you have more followers or if you've got a larger fan base and you, if you're using the reels and doing the reels all the time, you can start earning like cash money for it. Oh my God. This shit is going to be ridiculous. Like we don't already have enough reels. It's going to be yeah, ridiculous. My reels went crazy. After I read that story and maybe it was just cause I read the story, but it seems like after I read that story and I got on, I got on Instagram, it seems like my reels went through the roof. It's like, I got <laughs> I got a whole bunch of them now. I don't think I ever had that many reels before. It's about to be. Didn't, I didn't even. I, this story is going to change 
how things are working because I already know how motherfuckers is already on there dancing for no reason and fucking <laughs> showing their food and eating and, and, you know, walking into the house. So I can only imagine now it's going to be ridiculous. It's already ridiculous. It's going to be ridiculous to the 10th power. I'll be watching reels. I'm like, I'll be feeling bad sometimes. I'll be like, man, I don't, I don't think I film enough stuff. I'm like these people be feeling, like you said, they be filming, they walking in the house. They filmed it. People you like boiling water. I'm like, yeah, so this is how I boil my water. This is the best <laughs> boiled water ever. I'm like, yo. I'm like, these people will film and narrate any damn thing in the world, son. I I when I, I knew that you can pretty much see anything on the internet when I went on and I was like, Man, I forgot how to uh, tie a bow tie. Let me see how I tie a bow tie. And then all of a sudden I looked. And the motherfucker had like over 1.5 million people, him teaching them how to tie a bow tie. I said, holy damn. So I already know when you see shit like that, you already know that everything is up for grabs, man. Like you said, you boil water and this is how you boil water. And I'm pretty sure you would be able to get hundreds of something. (laughs) You'd be able to pull it up and somebody got a ridiculous amount of views for uh, boiling water. I've seen, I've seen, from videos where it was just like, I, this cannot, this cannot have a lot of views. And I go and I type in some dumb shit, opening door and opening door has like 2.4 million views. And, he, and the literally is all of the person. The video might be 30 seconds of him putting the key in two different locks, opening the door, closing it and locking it back up. And then, then 2.4 million people watched it. And I'm like, who are these 2.4 million people that watched it? And then I'm looking at my dumb ass like me because I'm the one that's figured it out. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, anything is possible on the Internet. And I'm pretty sure these reels are just going to, you know, uh, you know, people with a lot of followers are going to make a lot of money and, and more power to them. Mm-hmm. Like you weren't lying on YouTube. How to boil water? Nine hundred and thirty-eight thousand views. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it be, man. That yeah. is how it. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see. Uh, which they they probably couldn't figure it out. Well, it's the internet. It's the goddamn. They can figure anything out. I would love to see what portion of that was people who pulled it up just to see. Like, let me see what they're gonna do. Let me see what they're gonna say. Because there's no way is there's no way there's nine hundred and thirty eight thousand people who did not know how to boil water. I refuse to believe that. There's no way. Well, the thing I found out is, I found out I've, I started to realize that the dumber the shit that you put, the more people are gonna want to watch it. Like it doesn't. <laughs> I think if I, I, it's almost to the point where like, if you made up a um, an Instagram page and you called it like simple shit, right. And you just had a bunch of reels of motherfuckers boiling water or opening a door or turning a page or turning on your computer. I, I swear to God, it might be one of the fucking, it might be one of the most popular pages on the internet. If you ever come up with some shit like that, that's, that's how I truly feel. <laughs> yeah, that shit is crazy, son. Putting on a shoe. Like, the dumber, the better. You understand? Like, people would be going to the page to see how d- the next dumb thing that you're going to put, like, the next dumb thing that you're going to, uh, yeah. you know, post. And it would be hilarious. And the videos might be 20 seconds long. And it might be you clicking, you know, picking up the remote, turning on the TV, and then cutting it off. And then, and then, and then that'll be the end of the video. 
Yeah, I might, I might have to put that to the test. So. <laughs> I might have to use a use our uh, podcast web um, YouTube page and put that to the test. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this shit will skyrocket. Because just to know that it's actually <laughs> it's got nine hundred thousand views on on out of even, all water. I didn't even know it, but <laughs> I fucking I didn't know that. But I knew it, if that makes any sense. I did not know it, but I knew, I knew it. Because once I turned on how to fucking tie a bow tie, and I saw I this get guy. A bow tie, son. I get a bow tie. A bow tie is like, it's, some, it's, it's a little intricate. Like, if you've never done it before, it's a little intricate. But <laughs> boil water, son? Nah. But I was, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked at all, son. I'm not, it's not like you said it, and I was like, what? No, no, I'm not shocked. I'm telling you. If the the more the dumber the thing you type in, the more people are gonna watch it. You know what the crazy shit is? I'm sitting here doing my best not to click on it <laughs> to see exactly <laughs> <laughs> what's going on in the video. Let me get off this. Motherfucker boiling water. Turned on the fire. You motherfucker turned on the fire, got some water, put it on the stove with a pot, and he shows you. <laughs> yeah, started had boiling, it, you're done. I had to click off of it because I'm really itching to click it and be like, let me just see what they're talking about right quick. <laughs> let me see, let me see how he boiled his water. Anybody do that? Anybody that the first person that put that shit up was a genius. <laughs> Fucking genius. You got to think about it. I'm about to make a water boil water. I bet you this shit go viral. Watch. And his homies was probably like, man, you dumbass. Anybody gonna hey, watch bro, that dumb shit? <laughs> fuck out of here, you dummy. And all of a sudden... Fucking almost a million five, a million views later, he did. <laughs> See you over here cashing checks. Yep, because you see, damn sure get a check from YouTube when your joint be uh, your joint be jumping like that. Yeah, he over here cashing checks. Probably got a bunch of subscribers and all that shit. I gotta see how this nigga boils that other water. All right, wait till you boil water tomorrow. <laughs> wait till you use the round pot and not the flat pot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that motherfucker just boiling water and anything, killing it. I, yo. <laughs> you, you know, yo, there's, there's videos I don't know if anybody's ever seen it but there's videos of um, you ever seen these videos of uh, they're squishing things that like, they're destroy like they're squishing oh, yeah, they put like, it in the um, they put it in the, in the little like grinder looking thing yeah, and they're squishing crayons them should be having two more, 2.5 million views yeah <laughs> at least, at least 30 of them are my views because I'll be watching that shit <laughs> <laughs> exactly so you should not be shocked that motherfuckers are boiling water and motherfuckers watch because you watch people squishing crayons and, and fucking and, and and trying to uh, squish a um, a uh, what is that shit a bowling ball? Yeah, they be putting everything. That's right. Yeah, that's what I'm you saying. Point, everything is a go, man. Everything is a go. Uh, you, I'm pretty sure you can show motherfuckers how you cut toenails. I'm pretty sure you can show motherfuckers how you motherfucking uh, you know how you blink. You could do anything. Everything is a go. Motherfuckers is going to watch it. Absolutely insane, son. <laughs> Absolutely insane world we live in. Shit. All right, people. We up out of here, man. We highlight y'all. Get back and do some more uh, silliness and kick it with y'all and clown with y'all, man. We appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate everybody hitting us up. Uh, continue to love man Continue to support us Continue to check us out man We out here just having a good time Just on here clowning And enjoying this ever Having a regular ass conversation Nothing special man Yeah Love it Until next time folks 
Everybody be easy, man. Everybody enjoying themselves. Y'all be safe out here in these streets, man. And we out.